Here we are. Welcome to Learning to Fly with Mark Diamond. Well, here's the deal. So I actually recorded this podcast already. And then I recorded over this podcast already. So this is 004 round two. So rather than drinking coffee right now, which I'm usually doing these podcasts in the morning, like really early, like 8 a.m., but it's 4 p.m. in Los Angeles, and so I'm drinking a glass of wine because that seems like the right thing to do in this situation. So I will jump straight into it. Um, to be honest with you, I did the podcast a week ago, and since I deleted it, I have no recollection of what I was talking about. I wish I was joking, but I'm being very serious. I do not remember what song I was telling this story of. So we're going to go ahead and I do know I did this though. I went to my Spotify catalog and let's see here. I'm going to it right now. Mark Diamond on Spotify. This is Mark Diamond playlist, which if you don't follow it, you should go follow it right now. I'm just going to scroll whatever song I land on. I will tell a story behind it. Okay. Well, I landed on a song called London. This one's tough to talk about for some reason. Um, no. Okay. Here we go. I'll say this. When I think of writing this song, it was shortly after I had signed my first record deal. And so I was chasing after this sound. You know, I, I didn't know exactly what it was, but it was more of a feeling and we had put together two EPs called Hummingbird 1 and Hummingbird 2. This song, this little riff, the riff and that song um, on guitar, which to me is the whole song. I feel like that stands out to me more than the lyrics or the melodies. That, I just started playing on guitar just very repetitively. And there was something really comforting in the fact that it just kept on repeating. And so we laid that down and basically just let it run. And I wrote this song with my good friend, co-writer, and he also produced this, Richard Craker. Shout out, Richard. And it was just a dream making this song. It was like one of those moments where you feel like everything kind of just connects at the same time, which is really rare, but always the thing that you're aiming for. And him and I had just kind of started sharing stories about our lives, because at this point, Richard and I had kind of just met. So we didn't know much about each other, which is cool because when you're writing with someone like that, every story that they share is a story you've never heard. So he was kind of explaining a story to me. And as he was telling me the story, I just started typing things out on my phone. And I kind of said, you know, hey, I hope you don't mind, but I'm, I'm basically turning this into a song right now. Yeah, it was like, I feel like that was probably one of the more like special and emotional days in the studio, I would say, just because the song kind of hit so close to home and felt so special and it was so simple. It's kind of one of those days where when you leave the studio, you feel like something good is coming through. You have this balance in your head of, oh my God, this, this is the best song I've ever written. And I look back and I've felt that way about a lot of my songs. And then, you know, it releases and then you get disappointed that maybe it didn't get the attention that it deserves. And then there's certain songs where you're making it 
And rather than having that sort of like, oh, I know this is good sort of feeling, it's more of just like a grateful feeling that you're there at all. And this song is coming true. I feel like with this song, I had accepted from the moment we wrote it that even if nobody else liked it, I loved it. And it became one of my favorite songs to play live. It's still one of my favorite songs to play live. Hearing people sing it back to me when I play it live is so special. I think for me, I actually think about that studio day a lot because this song, London, came together so naturally, I want to say, because it was observing a story that I was being told. And I just felt like I was a storyteller. And that kind of goes to like a bigger sort of picture for me as a writer in general, where I think more and more every year, every project that I work on, I like kind of thinking of myself as an observer of the world around me and trying to tell stories and tell my own story within that world and within this world that I'm observing. You know, I guess there's a lot of job security in that because there's plenty of things to observe and there's plenty of stories to be told. So yeah, that you know, when I think of that song, I think of chasing after that feeling that I got when I heard Richard telling me a story. Yeah, I hope, I can only hope to have that feeling. You know, and since, since then I've, I've had those feelings in the studio again, but that was kind of the first one on that project, on um, those two EPs that I put out, Hummingbird 1 and Hummingbird 2. That was kind of the song that glued everything together, where as we were working on more songs, we had this feeling, this confidence of, you know what, even if we completely mess up the rest of the songs on the EP and if they fall short, it doesn't matter because we have London and that song where, you know, I, I'm so connected to that had this overwhelming feeling of even if nothing else connects, like I'm so grateful that we have London. I just realized I haven't even had a sip of my wine yet. I've been talking too much. I feel like I have to constantly talk though on this thing. Otherwise people click away, you know? Well, you know what though? I'm going to have a sip of my wine. So click away if the silence is too much for you. That's really good wine. I almost called this podcast like coffee and wine or something, but that sounded just too, sounded too serious. But yeah, I think... It's funny, so we wrote London here in Los Angeles, and then I think a couple weeks later, I flew to London and wrote a bunch of songs there. Um, That's actually not funny at all. It would have been funny if I had gone to London and then wrote a song called Los Angeles in London, but that actually wouldn't have been funny either. That would have been stupid too. Never mind. I might delete that. I think... uh, I'll go ahead and leave it there. I will say thank you so much for all the love on my new holiday song. It's been really cool seeing everyone's messages come in and I hope that you can enjoy this holiday song for years to come. Also, I just need to say, if you if you hear sirens, if you hear helicopters while I'm talking, I know I've said it before, but I live in Los Angeles. 
It's very noisy here. 24 seven. It's always noisy. So every time I'm like cutting a record or something like that, you can hear helicopters circling above where I live. So I'm pretty sure, you know what? It's coming back to me now. I think the one that got deleted was telling the story of Hummingbird, which I can get into that as well. Maybe, maybe I'll get to that one in a little while further down the road. But yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks to everyone who bought merch during the sale I did last weekend. Um, I might do another one in December, but I appreciate everyone buying the merch. I hope to see you next year at a show. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for more podcasts, more songs, and more stories. But yeah, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you real soon. Bye.